Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. We're back once again at the Corner of Truth and Courage. Thank you for joining us here today. All this week, we've kind of been talking about this subject about, about amusing ourselves to death. That's the title of a book that was written by Neil Postman, a book I came across in the oh, early 90s, I think. It was written in 1985. He was a professor at the University of New York. He really hit some key points, basically warning and Turning ourselves into a telegraphical society is a society that just feels and doesn't think. A typographical society will be a reading society, and therefore there'll be a thinking society. But a telegraphical society is a feeling society. And we act not on logic, but on feeling. And that has grown uh, so much into our society, and it's crossed over into our churches. And as I began the week, you know, I asked this question, is our church to be a pleasure ship or a battleship? Are we out there for our pleasures? Do we do church just because we're trying to get something from God? We want God to scratch our back. God's a kind of a cosmic genie to us. And if church isn't fun and entertaining, and if the preacher doesn't tickle our ears, then we're going to go look for someone else or a program that entertains our children instead of teaching our children how to sit and listen in church. Education has turned because of TV. You know, we've learned how to make things entertaining. Sesame Street. Wow. I mean, I'm not saying all these things are bad, but please understand as a result of that, now we can't do the hard work anymore. And as a result of that, we've taken away discipline for the disciple. God called us to, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you're called a disciple. And the root word of disciple is discipline, one who's disciplined. And a lot of our churches are filled with fun seekers instead of true worshipers and followers, fans, but not followers of God. And so I want to talk more about that subject here today. Before we do, let me quickly remind you, we're still in our year-end fundraising campaign. We're still a long ways. Uh, we haven't uh, crossed over the $10,000 mark yet uh, towards our $15,000 goal. And so would you consider helping us uh, with a year-end donation? Three ways you can give. You can give by giving us a call and giving over the phone. The number to call is 800 800- 616-0082. That's 616-0082. If you want to give by check, would you give us a call and let us know what you're sending us so we can put that into our accounting. And we'll be glad to give you our address. The number again is 800-616-0082. Or you can give safely, secure, securely online at Fortress of Faith. Dot com, fortressoffaith.com. So, where to be disciples? That's what uh, the followers of Jesus Christ were initially called disciples, people who disciplined themselves in the teachings and actions and life of Jesus Christ. Let's face it. 
I mean, there's a lot to benefit by being a follower of Jesus Christ. And if we're not careful, all we look for and seek is just the benefits. Then we become takers and not givers. I've said this often. We weren't saved to sit. We were saved to serve. Sadly, very few Christians are very uh, knowledgeable of the things of God. And uh, they don't know how to explain their faith to someone else. They struggle in living it. And uh, here at Fortress of Faith, we want to develop and strengthen the saints to be God's choice people, to stand even when it's not popular to stand. And in order to do it, we've got to be knowledgeable. We've got to have discipline. We've got to have determination. And sometimes we have to say the hard things. That's not easy, is it? And it's easier to kind of go with the flow, look the other way, and hope that God will also look the other way as well. But that won't be the case. The Bible repeats this three times in what we call the Synoptic Gospels. All of the Gospel writers, except for John, covered Jesus saying this. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, it's covered there, and and it says, Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his what? Not, uh, not take up his, you know, his cell phone, not take up his banjo, no, take up his cross. Cross is a picture of suffering, a picture of shame, a picture of hardship, a picture of, of, uh, uh, of death. Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. If you're going to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, you need to realize that you are making a choice that you're going to live a life of hardship, if need be. If that is what God desires to get glory for in your life, then let it be. Take up your cross and follow me. Now, a lot of Christians say, well, I I didn't sign up for that. You know, I signed up for fire insurance. I signed up, you know, so that I wouldn't have to go to hell. Uh, what is this all, all this, you know, about denying yourself? You know, I, I'm doing what I'm doing for me. No, if you're going to be a true follower of Jesus Christ, it's not about you. It's going to be all about him to be a true disciple. Now, living for self, living for entertainment and stuff there, sadly, some churches will feed you that. But that is not God's plan. That's not a, a Bible-centered church. We are no longer to be living for ourselves. We are now servants of God because in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20, it says it very clearly, For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. You see, when we got saved, one of the most marvelous things that could ever happen to a man happened to a person who got saved. God, because of his payment, of his suffering on on the cross through his son, Jesus Christ, through Jesus shedding his blood, he took upon himself the wrath and penalty 
of our sin. And instead of us having to pay for it in hell for all eternity, God took it upon his son and threw his wrath upon him, and in exchange, he gave us life. We gave him our sins, and he gave us the gift of God. We gave him our sentence of death, and he gave us a promise of life everlasting. But in doing so, a transaction was made. A sacrifice was given to pay for our sin debt. That's why it says in 1 Corinthians 6.20, ye are bought with a price. And when we accept the gift of Jesus Christ, that price that Jesus paid, in a sense, was paid for us, and it bought us. So because of that, now glorify God in your body. You're not here now to be living for self. You're now here to be living for God, a servant of God. Serve God with your body. Glorify him and in your spirit, which are now God's. It belongs to God. And you're not to live in the flesh, Romans 6, 12. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. You know, when we give our life to this world, the Bible has a term for it. It's called carnality. In 1 John chapter 2, the Bible explains that for all that is in this world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, that's the part of this world. And when we live for our flesh and the lust of our eyes and the pride of, of life, we're living carnally. We're living in the old man, in the old flesh. Now, as children of God, we are to depart from that and to make a change and a turn towards godly living. The Bible says, Walk ye in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, because we're still alive in that old man, sometimes we dig him up out of the grave, and uh, we allow ourselves to entertain sin and entertain the, the old carnal ways, and we're to instead... Let that be put back in the grave because God has conquered it. You, don't long, you no longer have to live uh, in bondage to it before you were in bondage to it. Now you're freed from it through Jesus Christ. And so uh, uh, change your walk and also change your mind. Let me give you another verse, Romans chapter 8, verse 7. Because the carnal mind is is enmity against God. In other words, if you're in the carnal mind, you are an enemy. You, you are set yourself as in an enemy position against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. The Bible tells us in Romans 8. Now we're told also in Romans earlier, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, that we are to change our mind, uh, that, uh, uh, that our mind needs to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, that we may prove what is that good and acceptable 
and perfect will of God. And so you as a Christian, as a child of God who uh, praises God for saving your soul and freeing you from the debt of your sin, as now as a child of God, we are now to live for God, not for self, but for God. And so what does the flesh desire? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. These are the things that will entertain us. And as we talked about earlier on, we now live in a day where we have turned so much to entertainment that it is now within our own churches. Now, it's not wrong to have joy and enjoy you know, what's going on in church. But if there's if that is the main thing that you go for, well, I go to church so I can be pumped up. You know, I, I'm going to church because, you know, it makes me feel good. Now, actually, honestly, when I go to church and I hear the preacher preach, it steps on my toes. I'm not there. In fact, I want that. I want to be challenged. I want to be encouraged and, you know, and convicted for areas of my life that's not exactly as it ought to be and should be. And so when we go to church and hear the preaching of God's word, it shouldn't just give us a lift. It should actually challenge us, convict us, and cause us to draw closer to God. That, my friend, is biblical preaching and biblical living. Well, we've got to stop there. We're out of time today. And, uh, and I hope and pray that you will draw closer to the Lord in your life. That's going to be it. Join us again next week at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.